Hey, Cree, got your coffee? Got it, Kate. Awesome. Let's go. What you, what you drinking? I'm drinking coffee because it's early. No, I just, I mean, I drink coffee anytime. But um, yeah, I'm still on my iced coffee kick. I think as soon as these bottles are over, we're going into the hot coffee. Yeah, it's officially reached that part of Chicago weather where it's fall in the morning and it feels glorious and crisp and cool, but then by afternoon you're dying. So I'm not sure if I'm ready to make the full transition yet, but I know that it is coming. Fall is officially coming. I'm ready. Like, put put me in the fall. I want to be in it. I want to experience it. I want to smell it, to taste it, to touch it. I want all things fall. (laughs) Yes, I do. It's just where I thrive in life. It really is. I love the clothes. I love the temperatures. I love, I love the jewel toned things. I love pumpkins. That's the, that's a, don't look at me like that. It's like a mood board. (laughs) Is it fall jewel tones? Yeah. Jewel tones like magenta and emerald green and mustard yellow. They're all jewel tones. I'm learning. I am growing. I didn't think that. Look at mustard that. yellow, but you're right. Okay. Anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yes, fall is coming and we are pumped and for our all things spooky for Kristen. Yes. Through crime. My ghost shows are coming back. I am pumped up about it. I'm already I'm not- like October 1st. There's a new ghost adventures episode. It's like a two hour special. I'm ready. I- I'm busy. See you. See you next time. Kristen, Kristen does have on our shared calendar. Just no. Like for the first weekend in September, it literally just says no. October, she, but yeah, it says that's no. what I meant. October, because it's the end of her annual meeting, but she does. She put it in her calendar. I loved it. It's just no. I love how Kristen also, just a little side note that this year, Kristen put a note in the calendar from her birthday last year that we saw it on this year's birthday of no parties for Kristen this year. So she yeah. did it a year in advance just as they were reminder to herself stop doing this to yourself and we did have a party anyway so you know that went well we had a party it did go well and the party in the sense was my aunt and uncle coming over I met like let's not throw a party with my friends because that always but next year I'm gonna be 40 what am I gonna do I'm so confused party no party you go on a trip by myself well no I'll go with I just may be pregnant Ugh, you always ruin everything. <laughs> my oh pregnancies, my, my pregnancies always ruin Kristen's uh, big, big events in her life. I was pregnant for her wedding, and then I'll be pregnant for her fortieth birthday. The goal to, is to be pregnant. The thing is, though, that you didn't ruin anything. You were a freaking trooper through all of it, and you were there she for was. everything. So, really, you didn't ruin anything. True, true story. I just couldn't drink with you. That's what I think you were. That's not a new phenomenon for me. True story. No, no, it's fine. I had plenty of drinks for you. (laughs) True story. True story. So yeah. So we are excited for all things fall and we are excited that we have a guest on our podcast today. And I promise that I am not going to delete this recording. So we have Miss Jamie Day on our podcast today. She is a psychic medium, teacher of all things, and we're excited to have you. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to be here. Again. Yeah. I promise this will not get deleted. Zoom calls apparently have limited storage. And once you delete something, they will not bring it back for you, even if they if you beg. No matter them. how much you beg. 
No matter how much you beg, they will not. If you permanently delete something on your Zoom account, they will not bring it back for you. Just a heads wow. up for anybody else out there. Yeah, that's they good were to know. Rude. I, yes, I get those uh, iCloud storage full reminders yes. regularly, so I'll yep. make sure I stay and you on can top put of that. Things, yeah, you can put things in the trash, but then there is a difference between the trash and permanently delete. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. They were not kind. But anyway, we have her here and we are super <laughs> excited to have her. Oh, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do and maybe how you do it? Tell us all sure. your secrets. Okay. 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 Well, if I tell you all the secrets, no, then you have don't. to pay me because I teach a course on that. Oh, so, <laughs> but I'll tell you some of, uh, I'll tell you some of the secrets. So yeah, so I'm a medium and that's weird, right? I, uh, that was a weird thing to happen to me. That was an unexpected turn of events. I used to be a teacher. And then after I was a classroom teacher, I did nonprofit administration. However, this was always something that was kind of like, in the background, always, you know, I've read tarot off and on since I was a teenager. I saw ghosts. I've seen ghosts my whole life everywhere I've ever gone. And it's funny because I always just kind of was like, wow, you know, I'm just so lucky. Like, that's how I really used to think of it, that I was just so lucky that, the, you know, maybe the ghosts know that I'm not afraid of them. And that's why they keep just showing themselves to me. How cool is that? There's, there were also a lot of other little signs I can look back and point toward, like just how intuitive I was and how um, I knew the ending to the sixth sense in the parking lot before we went into the theater. No way. Right. Right. Like the biggest twist in the movie ever. I said it as we were like parking and my friends were so mad at me after (laughs) Um, they were still shocked because none of us, even me believed that that would be it. I was like, cause we always used to go, what if that was like our thing? What if Mm -hmm. we'd say something stupid? And I was like, what if, and I said the ending to the sixth sense before we saw it. But just all kinds of little things like that. And I also was obsessed with unsolved mysteries, including mediums. Like I was obsessed with mediums as a kid. I I would watch, my parents would tape unsolved mysteries instead of like the kids shows when I was little (laughs) so that I could watch like the ghost stories and the um, James Van Prague pieces, the little snippets where he would, you know, in the eighties connect with people's past loved ones. And it was this big taboo thing. And I was like, he was my idol when I was like eight, James Van Prout. Like, how did I not know I was a medium? (laughs) What eight-year-old even knows who James Van Prague is? Seriously. Um, But I did. And so then my mother-in-law died uh, suddenly and unexpectedly. And I was in a lot of pain. I was in a lot of grief. And Um, I was already pretty deep into a spiritual awakening, even though it had always been kind of in the peripheral for me because I was pregnant with my daughter and I was having this whole sort of crisis of faith, like more within myself, like, okay, what do I want to be when I grow up, even though I'm grown? And, and, you know, when you're pregnant, it just kind of brings up those things. Um, So I was meditating a lot already anyway, because I wanted to have a hypnobirth or whatever. That's another story for another day. (laughs) (laughs) then my mother-in-law died and I was already pretty open and already kind of starting the process anyway. And so she just was like everywhere. She was everywhere all the time. I could feel her. I could hear her. Sometimes I could see her and it was crazy and it helped me. Um, It really, really helped me with my grief. And I'm quite certain that she was a huge source of like nudging me. You know, I think that she really pushed and pulled this out of me, but I don't know if it was her thought or my own, but at some point I said to myself, like, okay, if I can do this with my mother-in-law, what else can I do? Yeah. And I just started trying it. I just started practicing. I'm, I'm totally self-taught. I learned everything on my own. 
And that's why I teach now because you don't have to, and there's a much easier way if you go with a mentor <laughs> that um, has already gone through all the pains <laughs> of figuring it out. Cause it's not, it's not just like, I don't know. I think the movies and stuff make it out to be this, this thing that like, it just happens to you and you can do this and that's it. Mm-hmm. And it's not like that at all. It actually requires tons of development and practice and exercises and training. And and there's so much development involved in mediumship to be able to control it, to be able to enhance it, to be able to get the messages that you want to get when you want to get them. Um, And I attribute my success, I would say, as a medium, not just to my gifts, but to my dedication to the craft and my continued practice and improving myself, understanding my own abilities better, how they work to keep developing, to keep pushing myself, to keep training myself. And now that's what I want to help provide to other people who are like, what the hell is happening to me? Well, no, that's amazing. I think like how you said about like how the movies depict it. I think that I also thought for a long time that like it was only select people, you know, that had this gift and how you've explained it is that everybody if they yes. honed into it, if they, if they learned the craft, if they took the time to actually, you know, pay attention to their intuition, what it is that they're feeling that they could do this too. And that like blows me away because I feel like I'm constantly like searching for somebody to give me the answers, like mm-hmm. constantly searching to, you know, it's just crazy to think that you yourself, if you practiced and listened and took the time to, like you said, learn the craft that you could do it too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the analogy, especially for mediumship, the analogy that I like to use is like playing the piano. So, you know, everybody is physically capable of doing it, right? Even if you don't have fingers, there are accommodations they can make, you know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. everybody is physically capable of doing it, but only some people are going to be interested in learning how. And only even fewer people are going to be interested in doing the training and the hard work it takes to become professional piano players, you know? No, that's a perfect Um, analogy. Yeah. And I think that everybody, absolutely everybody has the ability to connect to their own intuition. You don't even need to take it as far as mediumship. Absolutely. Everybody has the ability to um, listen to the guidance that's available to them. We all have a whole team. There's ghosts around you all the time, all the time. I mean, and even just Katie and I had like a couple of weird moments last week where I was literally just driving home and I had a thought. I can't remember what the thought was. I think it was like grab the booster seat. Yeah. So I said, oh, don't forget to grab the booster seat and put it in my car. As soon as that thought was done, a text message came through on my phone. Well, it came through the car. It was Katie saying, don't forget to grab the booster seat. That's and exactly were, what that is. Exactly. It was like, obviously some weird, in, not that it's weird, but like an intuition, like yep. your guidance systems, somebody, something, or maybe it was just us or Katie and I being, you know, intellectually, spiritually connected or whatever. Kristen and I have those moments all the time where I will have a thought come through my brain and Kristen will speak it. Or we will both say the exact same thing at the same time. Like we have had many of those moments. I actually literally just had that moment with John, my husband, two days ago where he said something and it was literally as the thought was going through my brain, he spoke it. Like it just. That's so funny. It's so uh, crazy. Telepathic. (laughs) Cool. I am. I actually do that. My son and I, who he's the poor baby. He's a triple water sign. He's like super psychic, very sensitive. My love. Mm -hmm. He and I will have 
like he'll ask, he'll say something, it, he'll think something and I'll answer his question out loud at the dinner table. <laughs> the rest of my family is like, really? That's awesome. That's insane. <laughs> I mean, it's yes, funny. that's amazing, but that's so insane. Yeah, it's funny. Um, I will say though, Kristen, probably another factor to that. Number one, I think it's how, how in sync you two are. You guys have like a weird non-twin twin thing happening. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we do. Also, it's probably because you were in the car because that's actually a really, really amazing, perfect place to work on your intuitive development. Um, because I'll tell you why, when you're driving, you are in what I like to call receptive mode, because as long as you're not a new driver, right. As long as you're like an experienced driver, you're driving and have you ever had that experience of just kind of like showing up? You're just, you you have arrived at your destination and you don't remember the ride at all. Mm -hmm. Many, many times. Yes. So that's because your conscious mind is occupied with the rules and the, the visuals of the road. Your conscious mind is focused on doing what it needs to do because it's sort of like, muscle memory at that point. You know what I mean? Like, you know how to drive without Mm -hmm. sort of thinking too hard about it. And so your conscious mind is focused on getting you to your destination safely, which allows your subconscious mind to be open and daydreaming and blah, blah, blah. That's why we get such great ideas in the car. That's why we have like um, inspirational moments in the car. That's why we show up and don't remember the ride. Um, and it's really, it's actually a really great way to practice connecting with your past loved ones. Um, sometimes before I get in the car, I will call on say my grandmother, who she, I usually do her specifically because she has taught me over the last few years, she likes to go for car rides with me. And she's, she was like four foot 11, right? She was so small. And I can see her like sitting in my passenger seat, this tiny little, oh my God, she's so cute. But anyway, I digress. Um, (laughs) I will like say a little prayer and kind of call to her before I get in the car when I'm alone. If I feel like I need that boost of my, you know, grandmotherly love and I'll drive and I'll either ask her to talk to me through my shuffle, you know, on my music, or Mm -hmm. I will like just talk to her. And then I just like, I'm willing to suspend my disbelief that I'm making it up and get whatever comes through, whatever thoughts flow through my mind. And it's hard when it's your own past loved ones. Okay. Because we feel like we know what they would say or what we want them to say, or what we Mm -hmm. think they might sound like or say. And so we convince ourselves that we're just making it up, but it's probably really them, especially if you're in an open situation like that, where you're, you know, your third eye or whatever, or you're, your clear audience are open and you're in receiving mode. That's so fascinating because I feel like I get all of my signs from uncle Mike on the road. And I don't know. And if, and I don't know if it's because he drove a truck and I just think that, Oh, well, it's just, but I always, am like, when I see it, it's always my intuition saying, Oh, hi, Mikey. Like every time it's not like, a, and then I'm, and then I'm, he always says like, hi, by the way, oh, Mikey. <laughs> I'm always just like, Oh, Mikey. And then I'm like, Oh, but is that really Mikey? But then like, why can't I just trust, you know, my little intuitive Because you brain. don't have enough evidence yet. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I tell my students is the number one reason why you have to practice. And that's where people resist the most because it's scary. But that's actually, even if you want to connect with your own past loved ones, it benefits you to practice on other people because it allows you to let go of that attachment because you don't know these people. 
So it allows you to let go a little bit of that attachment. And also it allows you to get over kind of your fear of being told no, or your fear of getting it wrong. You know what I mean? You've got to like get through those humps to be successful. You got to put in the work. Yeah. And so the best way for you to keep believing it is just to keep forcing yourself to believe it. I'm going to force myself to get in the car and be like, listen, you're going to sit next to me. (laughs) We're going to have conversations. Yeah. And here's the thing with past loved ones too. If you see a sign from them and you're like, gee, I wonder if that was my uncle Mike. Well, yeah, probably because they send the thought with it. They want you to notice them. Okay. Okay. They're not sending you signs in the hopes that you'll ignore it. No, that's very true. They want you to notice them. So, and sometimes the reason pay attention to, to any time where somebody pops into your mind out of the blue, you know, who's passed or whatever, mm-hmm. if you haven't, you don't know why you're thinking of them. It's possible they're standing behind you <laughs> and you're sensing their energy. Do you know what I'm saying? That's amazing. Especially pay attention to if you have any random physical sensations in your body at the same time that the thought pops into your head. Okay. Because okay. they, they vibrate at a higher energy frequency than we do. So it affects us physically. We usually feel it first. It's weird because my whole body right now feels like it's tingling and my hands yeah. are sweating. Yeah. <laughs> Like the whole yeah. thing is weird right now. Yeah. Okay, anything, everything's fine. You're in the zone. <laughs> I'm in a zone. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my life. No yeah, longer anxiety. I feel no. like a weird all the time. I bet <laughs> I always you have do. to go, okay, is this somebody else or is this me? Is this somebody else? What's happening right now? How did you learn to like shut it off when you needed to so you oh, can God. just like live your life without like being constantly... Um, so I don't know. I wish there was one like hard and fast answer that I could give you for that. I go over it a lot in my course. Cause that's actually like a big thing for people. My biggest tip to minimize unwanted spirit interaction is to do it intentionally, which I know sounds kind of counterintuitive, but if you like, whenever I do a reading, listen, you don't need to do anything to connect. You don't need to have a ritual. You don't need to like light the candles and burn the sage and have a sacred altar and do a portal open. You don't have to do any of that. You already are connected. You already divinely have the right to do that stuff. However, doing that stuff helps you to set sort of boundaries with the spirit world. I like to do those things, certain things, you know, I don't do everything, but I have a few things that I do before I read because I want the universe, the spirit world to know, okay, I'm ready. And you have to work on like visualizations and shit, you know, it's really important to shut down after. And, and it's just, it's, it's maintenance. It's maintenance the same way working out and going to the doctors is physical. May I do energetic maintenance all the time. Gotcha. And they don't right. really bother me. You know what I mean? I don't feel, I, I, I did sort of at first, but it was not in really a mean way. It's because they were trying to get me to pay attention so that I could do this work. Right. And well, now that, that I kind of have more control over it. It's like every once in a while, if people pop through and I'm just like, um, you're going to have to send your loved ones to me, <laughs> have them book an appointment. Thank you. I'll put my website in front of them because <laughs> I just don't have time not to be like, well, you know what I mean? <laughs> You would literally get nothing else done if that's, you were just like, yeah, yeah. Okay. I got, okay. Right. Let me call it. No, but I never used to, I used to like a ghost would show up and I'd be like, okay, let me write down. I, when I was pregnant with my daughter or newborn nursing, you know, like they don't sleep when the baby sleeps. Yeah. Right. I was up at 3am writing down everything from the random ghost that just showed up on my oh doorstep. Gosh. One time I was dead asleep, dead asleep. I heard so loud knock, knock the words. Like I heard the words, big male voice, knock, knock. And I was like, what? I sat up 
And um, I don't want to say the name, but he said, hey, it's Dave. And he said his full name. It's my, um, listen to this, see if you can follow us. It was my, my husband's sister's father-in-law. So her husband's mother, her husband's father okay. who had just passed. Wow. He was brand new to this, like, like brand new, had connected with a handful of spirits ever. And he showed up in the middle of the night, knock, knock. And, and I wrote everything down and I texted it to her in the morning and she showed it to her mother-in-law and her mother-in-law cried hysterically. And they've had multiple readings with me since. And oh my God. I speak with him on a regular, you know, on an occasional basis, I should say. That's insane. Yeah. And I was like, I was so fascinated by this that I was doing it. You know what I mean? Luckily now yeah. I've developed boundaries and I don't do, that's not a thing that happens anymore. So it doesn't have to be like that, but people may experience right. when they first start out those kind of things as you're learning how to do the boundaries. Cause it often, mm-hmm. when you first wake up to this, it gets sort of worse before it gets better. I hate to say it, but I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Well, I feel like that's just kind of anything. Everything yeah. gets worse before you start to practice and learn how to manage it. Yes, man. Exactly. I would not want a man saying knock, knock in my ear at 3 a.m. though. That's for damn sure. No, no, no. We we learned boundaries right quick after that. Like, can you at least show up at eight after my coffee? Like why the 3 a.m.? I know. Please, sir. Please. Please give me a moment. When I first started, when at once I finally was like, okay, I'm going to try this for real. I'm like, start charging or whatever. I would charge... I think it was like $20 and somebody would send. it's just funny now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I would charge like 20 bucks and somebody would send me a photo and I would in the middle of the night, because like I had a bit, you know what I mean? I would like in the middle of the night sit and just like, I would multiple times go back and say like, okay, now give me more over the course of days. And mm-hmm. I would send them like a three page document of just notes that I took. That's how I used to do reading. Goodness well, gracious. Well, thank God that like for social media though, too, and just that it's just more of a, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah. I, yeah like it was considered kind of a, a weird, like closeted thing before, but it's really, it's more people accepted. are waking up. People are waking up. Everybody yeah. is craving something more. People are opening up to their spirituality. People are, people are wanting something outside of themselves and realizing that, sorry for saying this, but oftentimes lots of churches are corrupt and people want Mm -hmm. something outside of themselves. that's not religion because of the religious trauma out there. And so they're trying to figure it out on their own. Mm -hmm. And people like you can teach them how to to do these things. That's the goal. That's the goal. I love it. And I have to tell you, I've never in my entire life felt more fulfilled. Oh, that's That's awesome. I, and yeah. giving readings is so fulfilling for me. I mean, just hearing people say like, I, I got an email this morning that says that I've changed somebody's life. So I, oh it's just, God. that's what keeps me going. You know what I mean? That's what keeps me going. I just feel really touched and honored that I, I know we said before that you're not necessarily chosen, but like that, you know, I was pushed to wake up mm-hmm. to this. Absolutely. Absolutely. You were guided to do the work yes. that you do. Yes. Speaking awesome. of which. Yes. Jamie's going to give us a little reading, deeding, leading, but she yeah. wants to do, but she did do a three card pull. So do we want to say, tell them right now to choose one, two or three. And then at the end, we'll do the card pull. Do it. Okay. okay. So here's what I want you guys to do. Take everybody, put your feet flat on the floor, take three deep breaths and visualize sort of pushing your energy down while you exhale. While you inhale, you can visualize kind of pulling the energy in through the top of your head. And then when you exhale, visualize pushing it down through your feet. Take about three breaths like that. Ask yourself if you want, 
um, pile one, pile two, or pile three, and go with the first thing that comes to your mind. I got okay. it. Okay. Got it. All right. So All now right. I'm going to answer a couple of questions for you, lovely ladies. And then I, at the end, stick around and I will go over what those cards were. I pulled some cards in advance. You guys didn't have to sit here and listen to me shuffle. <laughs> okay. Awesome. All right, Kristen, you go first. Do you see anything career-wise for me or anything that ties me to more of a fulfillment of my job or all of those type of things? Um, okay. So I'm hearing something about you and I don't know if you've considered this, but I'm hearing something about you potentially doing like a part-time job. Um, Mm -hmm. something that is a little fun, like, like easy mentally, but like fun. Okay. Um, and it feels like that may free up some space for your own, like your own stuff. Okay. Um, and because the message that I was getting was about the like spark of an idea. Okay. The spark, like, it's like, there's, there, it feels to me like there's this little baby. Do you feel like you have a little baby spark of an idea of where you might want to go, but you're, it's such a baby spark that you're not willing to call it any bigger than that yet. I definitely have a spark and I guess I'm just waiting for it to magically take off. Um, but I, if maybe that's not, somebody's la- they're laughing. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't mean no, they're but- laughing. I think yeah. the point is that you, you, that's not how it works. It's it won't. Okay. It feels to me almost like, okay, I'm seeing it almost as like, you know, when you build a fire and it's like, you get to the, where you're like, you're not sure if the fire is going to take or not. Mm-hmm. And it feels to me like you, like the, the analogy that spirit is giving me, it's like, you're unwilling to <clears throat> jump until you know, the fire is going to catch. They're saying the jump is what'll make the fire catch. And by Ooh. jump, they mean putting more work into what I think the fire is or think helping so. it move, basically making the fire. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Okay. But I think, I think the point that they're trying to make is that it's going, it's not going to be it feels to me like they want you to set yourself up for something sort of slow and steady. You're, you're not the type of person that can take this, um, big leap and just put all their eggs in one baby business basket and hope it'll rain money on you quickly. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, you want that, you need that secure. Like I need to know that I at least can pay my bills. Like I'm not doing this unless my bills are covered. Right. Um, and so I feel like maybe that's kind of what they are pushing toward the part-time job it's doing still so that you are, have the security net enough to be willing to take leaps that you've been holding yourself back from. Okay. But if you do anything, if you leave, if you leave and do anything else, um, number one, I feel like the message is that it's temporary and not to worry too much about it. You know what I mean? And number two, they keep making the comparison to sort of what I did. So I left my long-term career and I went and I worked at a dance studio. Yeah. That sounds like fun. (laughs) Yeah. But it really freed up the space for me to do this. And that's the analogy that they keep showing me. I see you almost like in like a little shop. Yeah. I can't, I can't. And I feel like they just reminded me, I've said that to you before, cute little frontage and a cute, it's like, everything's bright and there's plants and it's like, kind of like boho. That's 
all of that sounds fabulous. Yeah, that like, that sounds like- It's just her getting from where she is right now, the thought process of where she is right now to how does that even happen? Number one, you have to look for that job. Totally. It's the message that I was getting. Right. It somebody, it is, you can work on manifesting it too, right? And maybe somebody will offer it to you. But in what I'm seeing, this is not, it's, it's literally just a job. It's something that could potentially lead you to opening new doors in the future. So don't, don't take a job that you have like no desire. You know what I mean? That that won't be fun. Don't take a mindless job just to free you up. Take something that you will enjoy. Like that'll be fun for you. Lighthearted and fun. And then that particular job won't be the long-term thing. It could, it could lead to other doors, but it'll be temporary while you figure the other shit out. Okay. Yeah. Because this probably the stress from current job will open up my own a hundred percent. It's gone. I'm seeing it literally pull an energy column out of your body. Like, like an alien, like, like, like an alien beaming you to space. I'm seeing it like Like that's amazing right out of the top of your head. Okay. Awesome. Uh, one more, one more quick question. And then Katie, um, I, can you ask my dad if he's okay with how we handled his sister and when he passed? Okay. All right. Sure. Interesting. He says, I thought you said I could sleep in. I know. I know. (laughs) He's kidding. He was here. He's, I know he's, I know he's, he's always there. Your uncle's sitting in a chair in the corner rolling his eyes, too. Good. Hi, Mikey. He was like, hey, kid. (laughs) All right. I'm crying. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so it's interesting because I'm getting a couple different sort of feelings from dad about sort of his relationship with his sister. Okay. Number one, I'm feeling a sense of protectiveness. Is she the little sister? Yes, 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 he is. I'm feeling a sense of protectiveness for her. You know what I mean? Like that big brat, like that, that, that really caring, like, look, like watch out for my sister, take care of my sister. But it almost feels to me like maybe that was when they were kids and it was Probably. less like that as adults. Cause mm-hmm. it feels to me like there's also that she's a pain in the butt sometimes vibe. Okay. Um, was she, when he died, was she like way over the top? Did she like my, unless you're referring to his girlfriend, his girlfriend was psychotic dad thanks for leaving us with her by the way yeah she was fun we never got any of your maybe stuff. that's maybe that's i'm seeing like wailing like oh like, no oh. that's his girlfriend yeah yeah thanks I'm, for I'm, that <laughs> he's laughing she made me she made me go into early labor thank you for that <laughs> oh my god i think he realizes that was a mistake that is not a uh, life connection that will be reunited on the other oh, side he's uh, i think he's a little he's like yeah, <laughs> that doesn't surprise me in the least bit. Thanks for that. I okay. Do I have a specific? He asked. He and his sister had zero relationship. Zero. I don't know what happened to them when they were kids. Um, but that doesn't my dad- surprise me because of the way. Okay, so let me just tell you this before you say when you very first asked the question, I felt like I could see him like, ugh, ugh, like. Like, that's why I said the pain in the ass thing is because he felt like he was like, ugh, kind of when you asked the very first thing, when you asked, I felt him be like, ugh, okay. Like she's a lot of work. Yeah. I don't really, I don't really know her. Honestly, there was just in his will. He asked us 
to send her $2,000. And because I don't know her, I didn't when he passed, like with his money. And sometimes it bothers me that I didn't do that. And I want to make sure that he's okay with the fact that I didn't do that. Or yeah, he, he doesn't care at all. He said he doesn't even you. remember why he wrote that. <laughs> thank you. No, thank you. I, I, Obligation. I, okay. Obligation. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Probably feeling because it was his only family member. Guilty. That that's yeah. Why yeah. Okay. He felt like okay. he had to. Okay. Yeah, he says he says buy Jack an extra present and we'll call it even. That money's gone, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that money is long gone, but I appreciate that. Okay, yeah, that, all right. It, you know what? Bills, all of the, that money. I was about to say that money paid for lots of extra stuff when Jack, because Jack literally came a week after he passed oh, away. And, so well, maybe that's why he Jack that was the present. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Right. Maybe that's, maybe that's what he said. Maybe that's here. You know what? Take it for the girlfriend, right? This is your God. restitution. God. These are yeah. your damages. Okay. Yeah. I was seeing someone like wailing, like, ah. oh, no, that like, would be, so. that would be the girlfriend. That was his. So can I, can you ask him, was he actually engaged to her? Because she said that they were. He's like, he's like this. Uh, like, oh, I think maybe it just, feels to that's me just like my father. He was probably engaged, but he had no actual uh, intention of marrying her. Yes, yeah. that's what I was going to say. I think it was more like pillow talk. Oh, yep, that was my father. Than anything else. And she, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you for that. Katie, whatever whatever you have, you can, you um, can ask. Her. Oh, gosh. I mean, I have lots of things. How about just an <laughs> overall... Overall, mainly just stuff with like, with what I am doing right now with my course and I am feeling honestly a little bit torn in my career direction of what I want to do. Um, And I know that you and I have talked about it before, but there's just other things that have come up since then. So I'm just, you know, trying to figure out my life because there's a lot of stuff that's about to go down. Okay. So I have two things, three things that I have to tell you. Let me write them down so I don't forget. Hold on. Okay. My heart is beating really fast right now. Oh my God. Sorry. (laughs) No, it's fine. Um, When you said that your chest was tightening because of talking to my dad, my chest started tightening when, and like I I felt it. Yeah. But my heart (laughs) is going a mile a minute. That's how it is. And that's the thing is people, mediumship is so subtle. You know what I mean? People don't know. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's part of mediumship. That's probably your dad's physical energy is around you. I'm going to need you to relax, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Ask him to back up. Back up, homie. Back up. I need yeah. some space. Sorry. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. Three, three things that I was getting as you, they were all coming in, like, as you were asking, that's why I see it mo- the spirit moves faster than I can talk. And that's why when I do readings, I'm like, da, 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 I talk. So fast. <laughs> um, number one, I think I'm seeing you, I, I'm seeing you sort of on the verge of a new idea for work. Um, for your own business, something that you will put forth and create. I'm seeing it being birthed, not a baby, but a business baby, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in the spring sometime, I'm seeing you, the, the okay. idea, it's like, again, sort of like your sister, almost like it's like the baby, like it feels to me like the ideas are there. You just have to figure out how to put it all together and how it's going to yep. work. And I'm seeing you working on creating something over the winter. And then in the spring, it's like, bam, this big, like new thing. potentially even your like signature offer. Okay. The second thing that I was seeing 
Um, and I actually have to tell you something. I, the other night I couldn't sleep. I was thinking about my week, whatever. Um, and I saw sort of a vision of you doing something. And I said to spirit, okay, if this is legit, um, send it to me when we do the thing on Saturday so that it comes back. So I know it's real. You know what I mean? Like I'm mm-hmm. not getting up and going to get my phone and write this down. If you want me to, rem- if you want me to tell her this, you need to send if it back it's that to me important, Saturday. Bring it back. <laughs> yeah. Cause I didn't, you know, it's not, I don't know. So, um, again, boundaries, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it did, they did. I saw it again as you were talking and okay. that was you. Um, don't laugh at me modeling fitness clothes. I mean, I'm not mad about that for like real women with a diversity of bodies. I saw you being like part of something, whether it was for a big company or you contributing to it. I'm not sure, but okay. that's what I saw. I saw you having like a shoot in like fitness clothes with other women. Interesting. All right. I'm not, not mad about it. your sister. No offense. No, it was like a you thing. <laughs> Okay. That's, I mean? awesome. but that's what I mean. It wasn't like a, it wasn't like a podcast photo shoot. Yeah. It wasn't, it was like, it was like a clothing company, like a line of interesting. Okay. Um, so you may want to, I have absolutely no idea how to even begin to actively seek those kind of opportunities. Yeah. I, maybe, you know, like collaborations with those kind of people. Yeah. No, kind of I stuff. mean, it's interesting that you said that because a company literally just sent me a couple of sports bras. So that's very, um, oh, that's start. very interesting. Yeah. Um, and it's definitely, you know, they're telling me it's funny. Cause this isn't coming in as like advice that's coming in as like, she don't worry. She's got this part of it. They're telling me to, you know, be discerning and be picky about okay. who you work with or okay. that kind of stuff. But they're like, she already, she's good at that. Oh, she like, is not necessarily that. working with people that you're not actually interested in their product just because mm-hmm. they're going to send you some. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting better at it because I did do that at first and I've, re- I can't do that. So I'm yeah, well then I think they it. just want to, I think they want to just remind you that you're doing good then, you know? Okay. That's awesome. Um, and then the third thing that I was seeing and this, I, I hope this isn't an anxiety filled prediction for you, but, um, was a move. I mean, that does bring me a lot of anxiety because we're like yeah. I said, we're about to like go through some stuff and I'm a well, little terrified. Said, that is when I heard it. Okay. That's why I asked if it was an anxiety producing thing for you. Okay. Yep. Um, sorry. Oh, no, it's okay. your anxiety. I can feel your anxiety pick up <laughs> as I even I'm talking about it. I'm hearing in a very kind of comforting, like it's okay. It's okay. And I'm also hearing that I, whatever it is, is I don't think it's necessarily going to be as hard as you think it is. And then they're saying, but you can do hard things. I'm okay. sorry. I don't like, no, to it's okay. No, 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 it's okay. It's just, it's something that I've been fearing. Um, you're not going to not have a home. You're going to have, you're going to have, you'll, you'll, you'll be fine. Um, what I'm hearing is that all the like feelings and emotions and stuff that you're having, it's more like your issues. Yeah. Your mommy guilt, your whatever, like your deep rooted, even some childhood stuff, I think is attached oh, yeah. to this. 900%. And they're telling me to tell you that you're not repeating cycles. That's not what this is. So stop beating yourself up about that. That's not what this is. This is actually you healing and doing what you need to do so that you don't have to repeat cycles. Okay. And this is a fresh start. Okay. Shit, son. Okay. And I think that 
things will be better on the other side for it. Don't borrow trouble from the future and worry about stuff that hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, yeah. Breathe. <laughs> I love how the tables Everything have turned. Everything is fine. I love how the tables have turned where I feel like I'm the one that's constantly telling Kristen to breathe. <laughs> it's okay. And she's just like, why are you freaking out about this? <laughs> I mean, I understand why you're freaking out. I guess I, and it's not me, it's not my situation, but just, I do know that you literally can't control literally anything except your own reaction to things. And then we just need to do one thing at a time mm-hmm. and take things one thing at a time and okay. worrying about the future. We can't, can't do it's it. It's not going to do anything. I know Liter- nothing. Okay. I actually think that you're going to feel a, once you're settled into your new place, I think you're going to feel the most massive weight off your shoulders. Well, believe me, like I want to move. Like I'm so tired of our place. Like I want to move. I guess I'm more terrified of the circumstances. Yeah. Exactly. And where that's Um, like, I think what you, what I'm seeing, what I would encourage you're looking, the looking I would encourage you to do would be. I'm seeing it not as like, not, it doesn't necessarily have to be like its own house, but almost as like a, like a, like a private rental, right? Like this lady that has this house and you know what I mean? Not like an apartment complex or like, don't like go to a bad town. I'm seeing almost like, like it's, it's, I think you'll just need to find somebody who's compassionate and kind and isn't gonna, okay. Gonna hear your story and it's gonna understand. Oh, that makes me feel better. Yeah. You'll be okay. You'll be fine. And I, cause I can see you settled into like a new place and being like, oh my God, I had, I didn't even realize how much I was holding it in until now we're here. Mm-hmm. And I realize I have less to worry about. Yay. Everything's fine. Everything's <laughs> fine. <Okay. laughs> you want to do like the group or do you, have sure. any, do you have any more questions or anything? I need specific dates, times, how things are happening. Like I yeah. need it all. Yeah. <laughs> Let me give you like a specific timeline. That would be great. Yeah. That's how I'm like that too. Whenever I like meditate or pull cards for myself, I'm always like, listen, nothing flowery. I need to know the exact facts. The hard facts. Yeah. I need the hard facts. Um, It's actually funny. One of my favorite tarot tarot spreads that I like to do is my kind of like backhanded way of... um, getting around that. I like to ask the cards and this isn't what I did for you guys or anything. This is just a suggestion for a tarot spread. If anybody listening does their own, I like to do start, stop, continue. So I Mm -hmm. like to say, what's one thing that I should start doing, you know, toward my goal, whatever this, whatever this subject area is, what's one thing I should start doing. What's one thing I should stop doing. And what's one thing that I'm already doing that I should continue. Mm -hmm. Um, cause that I really like action steps. I don't want to know, like, advice. I want to know, like, tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. No, I love that. That's amazing. It's a good spread. And actually, you know what, speaking of tarot readings, can I tell you guys for anybody who might be interested, obviously I do, you know, mediumship readings, I have mediumship courses. Um, but I'm actually going to be adding tarot readings this week, I think to my, um, phone calls, appointments that you can make in the past, I've basically done them as like video. So like you order one and then I record it on my own and I just mail it to you when it's done and you have to wait two to four weeks for it or however long. Um, and I only do them as like special, like sales. I don't have it as part of my regular practices, but I think I'm going to actually add them to the phone and zoom appointments. So you can get a tarot reading by appointment instead of having to wait. 
So that's awesome. awesome. I'm excited. All right. Do you have any more questions, Kate? Or do you want to do the one, two, three pull? No, let's, let's do the one, two, three pull. I want to see what my, what my pile has to say. So sorry, I need a sip of my drink. I hope you couldn't hear me. uh, No, you're fine. No, you're fine. Hey, everybody, listen to me swallow. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So if you selected pile one, you know, different readers read different ways, but this is kind of one of the little things I like to do. I do these on my Instagram sometimes, which by the way is medium Jamie day. So if you selected pile one, as I was shuffling, I kept hearing something about, um, role reversals, like something about putting yourself in the other person's shoes and remembering to have a compassionate heart. So some of you might want to kind of keep that. This doesn't feel like it's necessarily for everybody who picked a number one, but some of you I think have been getting a little, um, I don't want to say judgy, but like maybe if you're struggling with a particular person, um, just remember to maintain your compassion and heart when you look at that person and remember that they, you know, they're coming at this from a different perspective, right? Put yourself in their shoes for a minute before you get too rowdy. (laughs) Um, And then the cards I pulled were the seven of cups and the page of wands. So now the seven of cups um, usually represents like you've got too many choices in front of you so much so that you necessarily like, or that you're not necessarily able to commit, you're having commitment issues. Um, Or sometimes it's like, it can be, you know, we have all these options in front of us and we're having a hard time figuring out which ones are legit good options and which ones are kind of deceptions and which ones are just sort of shiny, glittery distractions that really are not for our best interest. The page of wands typically represents like the idea of a new project, new ideas. And when you combine those two together, it's funny, I was getting major like ADHD vibes (laughs) with this reading, which I can say that because I have it. So I know what it feels like. (laughs) Um, So the message to me was to pick one thing to focus on. Okay. It's like, there's all these things. There's all these things, all these options, all these ideas. It feels like sort of an abundance of inspiration, even an abundance of ideas. You might be feeling it right as, um, we're probably moving into the next season as you're listening to this, but it's been, you know, September has been mostly Virgo season so far. So that Virgo vibes carry a lot of like, sort of get your shit together energy. Am I allowed to swear? Sorry. Yes. 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 Okay. Fuck yes. <laughs> um, Virgo vibes have a lot of like, get your shit together energy, right? So you might like be feeling the desire to get your shit together and have all these ideas of how you're going to do it. It's like, ideas are flowing. Ideas are flowing. And spirit is like, whoa, <laughs> hold down. slow down, hold up, pick one thing and stick with it. Focus on it, see it through to fruition, do it until it's done. Because what's happening with the, with the, I think some of the people who picked card one is they're having this sort of back and forth vibe, right? Like we're all over the place. We're doing a ton of things and, you know, we have too many hats. We got our hand in too many pots or whatever all those like silly analogies are, right? We're doing too many things to the point where it's like, we can't, it, we're just sort of okay at everything and we're excelling at nothing. So slow down, really decide what's a priority for you and what you need your priority to be and put the bulk of your focus and your emotional energy and attention into that. That was awesome. That was, I picked one. Did that make sense for you? I can see it for you. I can see it for you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So card number two, as I was shuffling, I was feeling, and I actually think we even talked about this before. So I was feeling an intense 
um, anxiety. My heart was like, I was feeling an intense anxiety. And it actually, for me was manifesting itself in physical symptoms. Like I, like spirit was pointing out where I felt sick in my body due to my stress, how it was affecting me like physically. Um, so some of you might want to consider the role that your anxiety is playing in your health issues. If you're having any sort of health issues or whatever, even just if like your anxiety makes your heart race all the time, like that's a physical symptom too. You know what I mean? That's not, that's not a comfortable way to live. You're not supposed to live with your heart constantly like, right. Um, so that'll start to take a toll on you eventually too. Um, and then the card, the cards that I pulled were, uh, the justice card and the king of swords. And so it kind of actually goes a little bit in line and I'll get into that. So the justice card typically represents like cause and effect, um, justice, right. makes sense. Cause and effect, truth coming out somehow, right? Like the truth is going to be brought to the light somehow. We're going to figure this all out. Um, and then the King of Swords represents um, oftentimes like an intentional leader, someone who has like strategic thought, someone who will do things thoughtfully and carefully and lead in that type of way. And for me, it seemed like the overall message here was like, don't be so caught up in like the strive for justice that it's like taking over, that you're blinded by your rage for the injustice that's happening. That, oh, this is so unfair. And I'm so pissed about this situation um, that it's like causing you stress. I think that's why I was having that feeling. It's causing me physical symptoms or your anxiety is through the roof. Cause like, you're so passionate about this, figuring this out that you're like having issues as a result, what you need to do is slow down and remember to lead by example approach the situation. If it's a situation or if it's like a leadership opportunity, right? Remember to lead by example, approach the situation that you, the way that you would want someone to do it for you, be the leader that you would want. If you had a leader to look up to right now, or if you know what I mean? Um, does that make sense? Like slow down and really just focus on being the person that you want to be being intentional about it, being strategic about it, being the good example that you want to be, especially if some of you, I think might be having this. Some of you might be thinking about it in terms of personal situations, right? Like I have this shit happening in my life and I'm being a complete and total spaz about it. I'm freaking out and like going gung-ho full force ahead because I feel like if I'm not doing something to try to fix it, then I'm allowing myself to fail. Mm-hmm. Did, did you pick Katie? Number two? Did you pick sure two? did. Sure yeah. fucking so did. Um, <laughs> sure I was like, this is Katie. Um, this is Katie. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus so, Christ. So I was feeling that. But then I also think there are some people out there who are maybe feeling really fired up about like a particular cause. Um, and it's causing them to go like full steam ahead, like I'm seeing almost like the brave heart, like running into battle and spirits like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's not what we're doing right now. That's not how you're going to solve this. It's like, slow down, slow down. And just like, be the leader, like do what you need to do. Lead by example, people are looking to you. And I think this applies both in the personal situations and kind of the social justice situations. Like people are looking to you and your, um, Number one, especially for you, Katie, the, the weight of everything is not just on your shoulders. However, as you know, when we're matriarchal, right? Like people look at us, people look at us for like what to do. And even for those of you that aren't mothers or whatever, like you are somebody, the, a leader card didn't come up at, for no reason. You're somebody that people look to. Mm-hmm. So just, le- just remember to be the leader that you want to set by example. You know? Okay. Okay. Well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
So for whoever picked three, this actually was kind of a funny one for me because this has been coming up so much lately. Kristen, to be honest, actually, I'm not going to say this out loud. Never mind. Um, <laughs> Kristen, we'll talk about that later. Um, okay. okay. So the message that I was hearing as I was shuffling, <laughs> reset, right? That's yeah. like, a, I'll tell you that later. Reset. Okay. Woo, some things don't need to be said on, uh, on podcasts. Okay. <laughs> so the message that I was hearing was to roll the dice. Just roll the dice. Okay. Um, I was hearing, this was really funny. You don't know. None of us know. Nobody knows. Just do it. None of us know. Like that's, it felt like as I was shuffling, it felt like that was a big message that spirit wanted to get out. It's like, we are all flying blind here. None of us know what the hell is going on. None of us know what the hell is going on. None of us know what taking this chance is going to result in. None of us know what doing this leap of faith is going to lead to for us. You have to just roll the dice. You have to just decide how badly you want something and what kind of leap of faith you're willing to take to get it. Don't do something that's going to lead you to, you know, like dangerous situations, Mm -hmm. but like take a leap of faith, you know, with safety nets in place, just roll the dice. Nobody knows. Nobody knows what's going to happen. Life is trial and error. That's all life is trial and error and you learn and you do it differently the next time. And so then um, I actually thought the cards that I pulled went in line with this. So I pulled the, um, the Ace of Cups and the Hermit. And so the Ace of Cups, which <laughs> the Ace of Cups actually often symbolizes like a new baby or a new relationship, a marriage proposal. So some of you may have that coming for you that are listening. Um, however, it also often represents just the, like the new idea right? The birth of a new idea, something new, and usually not, not in like the way of like the page of wands. When I talked about a new project or a new idea before, this is more like a bit, like a big thing, right? This is the birth of something new. This is like a, you know, the birth of a big deal coming for you. It's coming towards you, the birth of your next big thing. But the hermit card actually talks about going within, you know, the imagery on almost every deck of tarot that you could get for the hermit card is a person alone in a cave, sort of in, in solace by themselves. And they're really in like a, it's, it doesn't necessarily mean isolate yourself, although that is part of it. It, it, talks about isolating yourself in order to receive clarity and divine inspiration and connect to the spiritual side in yourself. And so boom, the overwhelming message that I was getting when you put all of those together is that you have all the answers. You have all the answers. The answers are already inside of you. The problem is so many people avoid the things that spirit tells us we have to do. Right. Because it's painful or it's hard. Yeah. Or because it makes us think about stuff we don't want to think about and it triggers us and it brings up hard stuff. So you have all the answers inside of you already. And I think for a, there is definitely a group of people out there that are listening to it that they already know what they have to do. And just because you don't want to do it doesn't make it any less of what you need to do. Um, and number two, you know, if you're feeling like you don't even know what to do and you don't have all the answers, then you're, what you need to do is figure out why you're unwilling to listen to the guidance. That's what I'm hearing. Why you're unwilling to sit in the stillness and hear the answers. Um, are you not meditating? And I don't mean to call anybody out, right? Cause not everybody meditates and that's fine. But like, that's where if, if you can't even sit in the stillness with your own energy, how are you going to expect spirit to like deliver these messages to you? 
You have to sit to be, you have to be quiet to hear it. And there's definitely some energy to this, this particular card reading where I'm hearing there are some people that are really just kind of like avoiding that, the hard parts. And they're expecting the answers to come to them. And spirit's like, no, this next big thing, this new big birth of the idea, or maybe literally it's not going to come to you until you face the shit that you've been avoiding because you already have the answers. And just because you don't like the way that you might have to do what you might have to do to get the answers or what the answers are, it doesn't mean that that's still not the answer. You already know what it is. And if you don't know what it is, it's already inside of you and it's time to listen. So can That's, card pulls be like two cards? Cause yes. Shit. <laughs> yeah. I was going to yeah. say yeah, that. Was, yes. Well, because yeah. I was, I was going back in between two and three and I finally just eventually picked two, but everything that you said in three was also a message that I needed yeah. to hear. Yeah. That God happens bless. a lot. I often, um, I often tell people to, if you feel too, if you feel like you go back and forth to either pick both or even to just listen to all three, because yeah. you know, you might find messages or hints of inspiration in all of it. Yeah. Um, and this particular last one, it reminded me, I've been getting a lot of people lately that have been calling and they want psychic readings because they hate their job and they want to quit and they have absolutely no idea what the hell to do. Um, and for many people, it's, it's been a lot of COVID related stuff, not necessarily because like COVID changed their life or anything, but just because COVID made them realize that they hate their job. And, um, for a lot of people, it's really about, uh, it's really, I'm noticing the pattern. A lot of people really just want to like do better in the world. Like they mm-hmm. just want to contribute more. They want to be a part of something. They want to cause other people to be better. They want it. You know what I mean? It's like people want to help somehow. And they're realizing they're stuck in these jobs where they don't feel like they're contributing to anything important. Amen. That, that's amazing. Do the hard shit, the stuff you don't want to do so that you can get to the place that you want to be. Yeah. Well, her, it's when like she said the medit- med- Oh, yeah, and the meditating. Her, yeah. yeah. Her saying the meditating thing. So I did like an astrology reading with one of my friends and she like read my birth chart and all of those things. Oh, fun. Yeah, it was awesome because it was literally everything she said. It was like all the check marks of who I am as a human and my character. Yeah. Like it was insane. But she also said the meditating. I was, she asked me if I meditated and I was like, oh, I do like guided meditation. She's like, nah, you need to shut your brain off and let the things come as they come. And I was like, well, then I won't sit there and meditate. She's like, that's okay. But you need to sit in your stillness and you need to at least practice it because when I'm doing like a guided one, I'm focusing on that instead of actually quieting my own brain. And I was just like, so you just saying like, do the hard shit. I'm like, Fuck, I don't yes. want to do the hard shit. Yes, actually. So I have a core, I have a course that I'll probably be running again at, at some point. I don't know, maybe this fall. Um, I don't want to commit to anything for this fall. Cause I'm trying to, I, <laughs> so these Virgo season vibes, right. They have me like doing a complete business review and like seeing mm-hmm. what works and what's that. So I have this whole list of like a schedule for the fall. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to put that out there publicly yet because I would like to reserve the right to change. Um, but so at some point I will run again. I do have this, um, I, I call it spirit led life. And that just means like, you know, being willing to listen to the guidance that's available to you, learning to meditate and be mindful in a way that is, um, that you can actually integrate in your real life. Like, not this guru that like does yoga for hours a day and meditates for hours a day. Cause that's not realistic. Real people that have mm-hmm. nine to fives and 30 kids and you know, whatever, like you need to like know realistic ways that you can do it. And one of the things that I teach, I, in that I have like a 30 day program that goes with that. It's kind of like a mindfulness and meditation boot camp. <laughs> 
Um, and so one of the things that I do with that is I say that I encourage them at least, you know, one of their meditation sessions, um, to just listen to music and, and no guidance, no, even though I provide guided meditations, just to listen to the music and just kind of sit in stillness. Um, and so my, my tips for that are to just breathe. I like to sort of focus my breath, uh, my energy with my breath. So like we kind of did before, when you chose the card, I like to breathe my energy out when I breathe down and I like to sort of receive when I breathe in, you know, from, from the crown chakra, from my head. Um, and that's a good way to sort of quiet your thought as you settle yourself down. Cause you're focused on what you're doing. You have like sort of a visual happening an energetic thing happening. Um, if that's not really your thing, you can even count your breath. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, just until you settle your body and your energy down enough to be able to sort of connect. And then at that point, when you have any like stray thoughts that creep in, just say like, Oh, hi, little thought. Like, I'll think about you later. I'm busy right now. And just let it go. Now, mm-hmm. sometimes the trick is it takes me a couple minutes to notice that I'm thinking, does that make sense? Like your yes. mind is just wandering and you're like, Oh crap, I'm supposed to be meditating. Yep. That's okay. Just as soon as you notice it, go, Oh, whoops. And then go back to like counting your breath or whatever. The more you practice that, the better you'll get at that. And it's not, you know, meditation wise, you don't have to completely clear your mind, but you have to learn how to sit in stillness with your own energy. If you want to be able to receive the other part of that is a lot of times those thoughts that you might have at some point, they'll probably shift to downloads and not be your own stream of consciousness. What do I need for groceries? And what do I have to do when I'm done meditating and all that? At some point, the more you do it and the more you practice it, those, those thoughts that keep interrupting you will eventually shift to downloads where yeah. spirit is giving you guidance. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me know when you run that program. Yeah. I'm the first person to sign up. (laughs) You betcha. (laughs) Under no, under no obligation, put it on your schedule for this fall, but seriously, (laughs) that's, um, that is definitely something that I know that I would benefit from. Cause yeah, you can tell me to sit and shut my brain up all you want, but I'm not going to, I need someone to actually teach me how to shut my brain off. Yeah. And me too, as someone who, um, has to meditate as part of my job, like this doesn't Mm -hmm. work if you don't meditate. I'm going to say that outright. Mm -hmm. And I have to do it for my job. And I also have terrible ADHD and I drink Mm -hmm. way too much coffee and I'm (laughs) fast. So it does, it didn't come easy for me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I really had to like train my brain, but it's a, it's a muscle. It's muscle, you know, it's a muscle. Yeah. Thank (sighs) you, Jamie. Thank you. You're welcome. Yes. Thank you. As always makes me feel like, like, like you've lit another little fire under me. Like I'm ready to go. Like, here we go. Yes. And you always, you always give me the reassurance that I need as well to. Oh, good. Well, thank you. you. It's not me. It's spirit. I don't really take much credit, but I appreciate it. You're the transporter. So, (laughs) you know, you still have something to do with it. Um, but yeah, we appreciate you and you guys can, we will put all of Jamie's, um, details in the bio of this podcast and we will tag her on our Instagram post, but yeah, thank you so much for this. We really, and also let us know which pick, which number you guys choose and let us know if it was uh, relevant to your life. Cause God bless. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I made you both cry. It's all right. It's It's part of the job. I have that effect on people. Jamie, is there anything else you want to talk about before we sign off? Are you, um, I don't think so. I'm already starting. I'm already by the time this airs, I'll already be into my mediumship development foundations course. Um, but after that, starting, I want to say the first week in November on Tuesday nights, 
I'll be running a spirit circle, a Zoom spirit circle. So that's like a safe place to practice your mediumship reading skills. We get volunteers and it's other students. It's included for all my mentorship students. Um, um, and then I might have a group reading in October where you can but get you're a ticket. Not sure. We'll see. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely going to have, I don't have a date yet, but follow me on Instagram to stay tuned, stay tuned because I'm definitely going to sometime in September. I mean, December, I'm sorry. Annually, I have what I like to call my holiday spirit circle. And what that is, it's a small, intimate, only like six people group reading, but it's special because it's around the holiday time. So what we do is we make it really kind of ceremonial and I include everybody in on it. So we, um, I teach you some techniques to tap into your own past loved ones and sort of encourage that connection on your own. And we like light little candles. It's a little more like involving you Mm -hmm. than a regular reading. Okay. That sounds wonderful. And we do a little guided meditation and stuff. So yeah, that sounds great. All right. Well, again, thank you so, so much. We so appreciate you. We hope that you guys enjoyed this podcast and let us know what number you guys chose. And yeah, have a lovely rest of the week. Bye. 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 Thanks. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.